Good evening. This is the Josh and Joe podcast. Coming at you perched high above the thirsty owl. Coconut rum filled Joe. Yeah. You've had a sip. I've had three sips, so I don't want anybody to think I'm potting while inebriated. No, 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 no. Of course not. (laughs) So, um... I told you at the beginning of this that this is going to be a little bit of a combative podcast. I'm kind um, of in a like feisty Like argumentative? Mood. Not argumentative. Well, combative would be close to synonymous to that. Yeah, but, you know, you and I get along pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And when we kind of have a... What are we going to battle on? Is this politics? Dispute? No, no politics. Although I did see your friend uh, Tim Cole today. Oh, cool. Yeah, I came from the mayor-elect's victory party. He had a victory party? Yeah, it's kind of like a little fundraiser for the new mayor coming in 2024. Mm, I won the election. I know. Let's have a party. So I told the deputy mayor, I was like, I want to do all of your legislative stuff. I don't care. Stuff that seems very vague. Right. So she was very nice. Um, But yeah, that's where I came from. So I sent you earlier today Mm -hmm. an Instagram short. And you liked it. It was, um, let me kind of try to remember what it was. It was a guy. Well, let's play it. Yeah. Oh, let's play it. Okay, so filibuster here for one second. Oh, me having to talk? The pressure. Are you kidding? Yeah, so she sent me two Instagram shorts. And she always fails to realize that I don't really have Instagram. So I get one chance to listen to it all the way through. And they're usually like 20 seconds or less. And it starts on mute, and then I have to unmute it. So usually I miss the first four seconds. But you sent me two. One was with Esther Perel. Yes. And I was like medium into that one. Then you sent one with a a guy guy who's, I'll just, let me set it up. This, This guy was explaining how this one time he went out with two women that were, um, very attractive, um, fairly intelligent and they just went out somewhere in a big city it seems like and one of them got hit on all the whole night um relentlessly might be too strong but you know several times um and with much effort and the other one the guys hardly spoke to really at all correct and then i'll let the actual clip take it from there do you have it queued up i do have it queued up Okay. See, right? It's a fellow named Sebastian Angus. Sebastian. And uh, there's a few clips that he's done that I've sent you that we kind of both agree on, like high mm-hmm. value person and how do you rate somebody as high value and whether you should hang out with them. So he's, you know. High value. <laughs> he's decent. So here, here this one goes. Okay. And it's a really interesting concept. So here we go. Two friends, equally beautiful, two girls, both good friends of mine to this day. We go to a club one night. One girl, both gorgeous, both dressed relatively the same. One girl no guy will even fuck with. It's just like, leaves her alone. Other girl is getting hit on left and right in the most inappropriate ways. She's like, what the fuck? And they're both gorgeous. It wasn't the way they physically looked. But I knew both of their backstories. One was very whole, healthy, had a complete identity, was not seeking, was not looking for validation. All the shitty guys were like, don't fuck with that one. It was the whole energy. They just knew, don't fuck with that one. The other girl, very broken, had some really shitty things happen in her past, was still healing and growing. Her energy was validate me. So what do you do? If you're sitting in that energy, you're going to invite all manner of shit. And she did. And I was sitting with both of them. We had a discussion about it later. That's very tough for people to hear. 
something anybody wants to hear. And by the way, in no way am I justifying shitheads acting like shitheads with women, period. I'm just saying, if you understand why things are happening, you can figure out how to navigate them better. I had two friends. So what struck me about that is very simple. If a woman is... I just want to point out the obvious here. Is that... How highbrow is that podcast? Hmm. Medium at best. And here is our podcast giving our take on that <laughs> half-assed podcast. <laughs> I just want to—I want everyone to know that I recognize that, and we'll try to tie this up. Okay. With that being said, Joe. Yes. Take it away. So, so based on that podcast, it's slightly confusing to me. How about just on that comment? We don't know the rest of the podcast. Right. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it was a comment. All right. On that comment, it's slightly confusing to me because uh, you have two women, equally attractive, and one has, for lack of better words, has her shit together, seemingly healthy, confident in a bar, and there's a woman who doesn't seem like as confident, you know, obviously something missing in her life where she feels like she needs to get validation from other people. The one who needs validation from other people and the energy she puts out there gets all the guys. Okay. Long pause. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to sum up what you're saying. Give me give me the That's my take on it. Give me give me the five second version. I will count slowly. The one the, the one that got all the attention, what was your take on it? The one who got all the attention was the one who was putting out there, come hither, validate me, I like the attention. And, and she happens to be the woman who's not whole or had some issues in her life where she's looking for validation or attention from other people. She's the one who's getting hit on when the girl who has her shit together, who doesn't look like she needs anything from anyone, is not getting hit on. Yeah. How ass backwards is that well, that's so generalized okay we have a guest and she's she cannot help herself uh-huh. let's welcome back <laughs> michelle with two l's that is such a general statement was she smiling was she not smiling i mean i feel like we can dictate whether we want a man to talk to us also if we don't make eye contact if we're not smiling they're not going to approach us but if she's... we make eye contact and we look pr- approachable we're going to get approached okay if you want to that's fair if you want the wrong kind of guy to approach you you pull and your you boobs would, out yeah you, and you, you would fit that description out. of the other girl that you were speaking of okay i like this point because i know which girl i am but go ahead josh <laughs> i have so much to comment on which okay challenge accepted. B- before i break your balls joe which girl are you i am the girl who does not make eye contact who acts like i can afford my own drink and don't come near me because i am one of those women who hates the thought of getting hit on and picked up at a bar. Would you say you are wearing a deep V-cut sweater tonight? <laughs> I am wearing a V-cup shirt tonight. Correct. Yeah, because the girls are out to play. So before you break too many balls, Joe, let me just break yours real quick. 
quickly. It's an adverb okay. describing how I'm breaking them quickly. <laughs> As I pull no, up. No, there's nothing wrong with what you're wearing. There's nothing wrong with you. But before we shit on the woman who's maybe trying to garner attention, let's let's you know take all items into account. Okay. Now, good point, Michelle. However, he does go to great extents to explain that they're both dressed similarly. Okay, he does explain that. Now, if you don't give a rat's ass, if you get attention out at a gin mill or a club, I think he says club, and this guy's like 55. Like, what is he talking about? I was out at a club. You don't go to clubs at 55. No, you don't. In New York City, they do. Do they? Do they? Do they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Miami. Oh, okay. Lots of dirty old men. Lots. Yeah. And they're really crushing life. <laughs> That's why they're at the club. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's easy. Like what the guys are looking for out at a club is not this wonderful relationship. Not, not, I'm not talking monogamy, polyamory. I'm not talking any of that. I'm just saying they're looking for something a little more one-dimensional. So if you're looking for something one-dimensional, you're going to go for low-hanging fruit. Someone who wants validation. Okay, there's my point. It's easy to see. This is not some sort of deeply psychological analysis here. Okay. This is very simple. And that that woman is who I avoid like the plague. Which woman? The one who needs validation or the one who doesn't need validation? No, the one. The... I, I, no, it's a serious answer. I know the answer, but I Have want to Have you ever seen me out at a bar trying to pick up a broad ever? <laughs> Ever. So has you, anyone, has anyone in the world so ever would, seen me out at a bar trying to pick someone up? So you the answer would is go, no. You I, like, would what? go or not go for the woman who seems confident, who doesn't feel like she needs validation. I wouldn't go, wouldn't probably go for either of them. Yeah, you wouldn't approach the other woman. No. Would you? I would want to know okay, that someone was a, interested that's in me. A, that's a loss to womankind. Let me just say that. Let, let me just say that. Okay. Okay. Okay, first of all, proof positive, Josh does not go for, dare I say, the titties. <laughs> and I witnessed this firsthand. We've told this story before, and I'm going to say tell it again. Mm. One night, I was barbacking at the L, and this woman had this beautiful, deep, hunter green uh, silk shirt on. She came in. It was buttoned down practically to her belly button, and the girls were hanging out. Mm. They were like, mm, they were playing. They were out to play. Yeah. And she sat at the bar, mm. spotted Josh. Josh goes to her, and she got so upset after 30 seconds because Josh made sure she knew that he was making eye contact with her, not looking down for a second. And she knew and noticed that and you noticed she it. Would, I love that you he noticed would it. not look down her shirt. No. And this woman was no. pissed off. She was hot. She was pissed she off. Was and she was gorgeous, by the way. So I know you that you don't, when you know that that's the woman's uh, goal is to get attention and get flirted on, you don't go for it. In no. fact, you go anti. No, I can't, I can't stand that. Yeah, so that's, that's it. Okay, so first of all, what do you think, why do you think the men go for the one the damsel in distress, if you will, who needs validation. Why, why f at that level do they approach that person versus somebody who 
could be a healthy, awesome relationship. Because the guy in this example, the people out at a club aren't looking for this deep, meaningful relationship. It's very simple. Do you just mean why in general at the grocery store? Do they look for the person who can't find their phone and their keys and they're a shit show? I don't think that's true. I think if someone was really looking for something that made sense um, and on paper had a chance at longevity, I think they'd be looking for someone more who had their shit together um, and was calm and cool, collected, and had a lot of good days, not... Oh, last night was the best. And then like, oh, I had the worst day ever. My boss is an asshole. I hate my job. Oh, and then we went out on Friday night and we got shit. Like, just give me here. Level. We have good days. We have bad days. But those are like. Okay, wait, wait. So I guess. I guess what pisses me off about that not is a visual, that, not a visual podcast. Right. This is not a video. I don't know why I just did that. Okay, what pisses me off about that is, say for example, I was at that club and we didn't know each other. I'm, I'm going to do the background sound. And I'm a decent person. I'm single. You know, hypothetically, I'm single tonight, and I'm looking for bad. just a good guy, and I'm yeah. out with friends. Right? You're in the wrong place. Ah, well, new house. How else am I gonna you, meet hey, people? You want to go out with your girlfriends? You want to have? You want to dance your ass off? You want to burn some calories? Yeah, then you're in the right spot. Okay, so but you're not. You know not to look for true love and romance there. You know better than that. Well, this is why I don't like getting picked up at bars because my sister had a really bad experience about this. A 14 year experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not a good choice on her. Yeah, part. I mean, no one, no one is looking for true love. Mm. At Clancy's. Well, forget Clancy's. Let's go a little higher than that. No one is looking for true love at Nine Maple. That's classy joint as there is in town. Yeah. Classic joint. I don't know about classic. I think it's pretty it's classy. Pretty classic. It's a classic joint. I mean, the people who go in there, 50-50. I've been, I've been to Nine. I've done my Nine pa- Maple rounds till yeah. 2 a.m. I've it's, been in there probably three or four times. I've liked yeah. it fine. Yeah. So, I, you know, what, what's kind of sad about that is why... Okay, fine. Forget the bar for a second. How about... I don't know. I just have problems with that. Because if I was hanging out with my girlfriends and I'm at a bar and you're hanging out with your guy friends or girlfriends mm-hmm. and you're at the bar and I, I need a healthy relationship. I'm not saying you're a healthy relationship. Mm. <laughs> but isn't that a missed opportunity? Is what a missed opportunity go out to, the, to go out to the bars? No, missed opportunity if you don't approach me because I'm seemingly healthy. If if I if I go to a really chill like the wine bar in town, I think that's a. Pretty, it's a nice. It's a I've good. I've been there it's a good twice, bar. In, yes. in the last time I was there, probably eight years ago. Yeah. Because I don't go out, right? Yeah. So, if it was really chill and chill music, cute little wine list, very small kind of intimate place and if i saw you there you know chatting to michelle or something like that Mm -hmm. and you guys were having a fun girls night out and and your energy looked nice like if not you as an individual but your energy between 
you know, you two together. Like you weren't sitting there and being really demonstrative, being like, ah, I can't believe I didn't skip for six months. What a prick. You know, like I can see the difference. If you guys are having fun and you're kind of like, ah, oh, you know, you're talking about maybe your next vacation or a book that you're like, I can tell. I don't need to hear the conversation. I can see that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I can see who's a shit show. Okay, this is the point. You men read My energy. radar is getting better every day. So you men do read energy. She'll be perfect energy. by the time I'm too old to attract anyone. <laughs> Do men read you energy? you got to speak into the microphone, Michelle. What's the question? It's just such a broad statement. That men read energy? I think men read energy very poorly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I'm asking him. I say I do because I try. The things in life that I care about, I try really hard at. Okay. Keep going. If you're trying to attract a woman just so you can be with someone or you can get laid... You're probably not trying very hard at honing your skills to try to find someone who's worth a shit. So I guess my naive question. Let's is, go back to the situation. Yes. If I see you across the room and I see like you, you have really cool energy with your friend that you're hanging out with, I'd, I'd come over. Oh, what would you say? And be like, and I'd pretend I was a wine snob. I'd go, <laughs> what is that? A Russian River Pinot? Did you say penis? <laughs> Sorry. I'd say, what is that, a Russian river Pinot, meaning a Pinot Noir? And I would say, I don't know. Would you like to try some? Well, that'd be cute. So, yeah, but <laughs> I would better. expect you to have, you should go in the other direction. Okay. You should go to, like, kind of break my chops back, say, no, no Bush League. That's a, you know, that's a Central, Central Coast Pinot. Don't you know the difference? Mm. Bougie. Good one. Good one. And then I would either read that as, you really meant that. And I'd be like, oh, I'll go tail it between my legs and go sit back at my bar stool. Or I would be like, nah, she's breaking my balls. I'd be like, nah, it's Russian river. And then you think, do you think like, ooh, this is a challenge. Let me try again. And then I would pick up your glass. Instead of sipping it, I would chug the rest of it <laughs> and smash the glass on my forehead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Going back to my No, very- but I would approach someone if I thought they really were cool. Yes. Cool and fun and yeah. so forth. Okay, so... Going yeah. back to my original question, I did not know this. Again, okay. naive girl who worked most of her life versus socialized most of her life. So men read energy and assess the situation. Mm-hmm. Did you know this, Michelle? No, because not all of all men do this. No. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is that I don't they use those powers for good. I think they use them for evil. Right. Or sim- over or a simple score or or the path of least resistance. Ah. Yeah. Everyone has their own agenda. But women do that too. Yeah. Um, 100%. Hmm. Like the 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 women um in this town that are looking for resources over s- substance. You mean wealth over resources it's over like, substance okay. i don't think i need to really overly okay. define that that's pretty okay. well defined okay that woman f- sees a guy who has their shit together and they can tell very quickly who will put up with shit and who won't who will pu- who will put up with their slight leaning towards chemicals and probably boozing too much and who won't did you know this michelle 100 percent. the men watch Depends. the booze if, if, intake what? It's, 
You're but misreading what I'm it. saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is there are women in this town that will get after guys because they, of their wealth or perceived wealth, but they will go after a guy, and then once they realize that guy won't put up with their shit where they drink too much, the woman drinks too much or has bad habits or... Oh. Is it's clearly out for resources and knows that guy has too much pride in himself to put up with that shit, they'll retreat away from it very quickly because they'll know which guy is also a little bit of a shit show themselves and they know that they would put up with their shit show because their life is a little bit of a shit show too. So this goes both ways. This is not a penis and vagina thing. Hmm. Are you confused? You look confused. You look confused. I just didn't know that people overthought it this much, as much as I, I mean, I yeah, assume... I don't think that they do. When I, when, I, when I became single, I had plenty of women that were very interested in me because they perceived me with someone who had a lot of resources, and they would come after me. I would hang out with them for two, three weeks, maybe go out three or four times, and it was very abundantly clear to me that these people probably drank a little too much, or they didn't have the greatest family situation and they saw that how strong a connection I had with Seiko and how I did have my shit together and that I rarely drink and they're like mm, as much as I think I could benefit resource wise here this guy's not going to put up with my shit I'll f try to find someone who's a little more damaged or will, who will put up with my boozing or my bad habits or my poor behavior what are you so confused about? We just talked about it in the other direction with men towards women. So I'm just ex essentially explaining that it goes the other the direction as well. Okay, here's why I'm confused. And, and this, is, this is fact. What, what's confusing? <clears throat> I didn't realize women could be so manipulative. Oh, my God. Wow. I literally am saying that with a straight face, Catholic-like mentality here. I didn't even know up until I moved here three, two, two years, three years ago, and maybe I didn't recognize this until two years ago. If you told me that women got pregnant on purpose after the second month of dating, I would have. Well, that's a little Ricky Lakeish. Okay. Let's yeah. let's let's take the kids Listen, shit out. Listen, I have five really good guy friends who have said to me that the girl got pregnant after the second that after the second month. And it, it, that's just too much of a little coincidence. Okay, so let's take it take, take it down several notches. Okay. Uh, I did not realize that women were that manipulative. I really didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. Again, very general statements. I really don't. Not all women are manipulative. Could be, I said. Could be. Yes, but so can men. You've never heard of the term a woman marrying someone for their money. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> well, me right I was now? freaking accused of that when I was 26 years old and I was like because it's a tale as old you. as time I, I it just never occurred to me that it happened so often because I certainly didn't get married for that reason so it just doesn't occur to me that women would do that so it, no no I'm sorry okay, okay, you okay, can okay. no longer have a podcast yeah. okay no 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 listen I knew that it happened if there, anyone there would is a like term to gold apply digger. for the vacancy in the Josh and Joe podcast <laughs> Please uh, get with me at uh, joshuacup at gmail.com. I'm not. Joe, are you fucking kidding no, me No, no, right I'm not saying I wasn't aware of the concept. I didn't realize how often it happened. And maybe that's not a bad thing because then I have faith in humanity and love and being in love. I mean, 
I'm not shitting on the institution of love or marriage. I'm just saying, yeah, there are a lot of people that need to be taken care of. Or or don't want to, you know, acquire resources on their own skill set or abilities. Okay, you see why I I'm have not a, saying it's everyone. Okay, you see why I have an issue with that. And maybe I don't surround myself with women who are like that. Because I'm sitting here next to Michelle who owns her own business, makes her own way, doesn't need one penny from nobody. Right? Which is why I think she's rad. Okay, so... One so of the maybe reasons. Maybe it's because I surround myself with people like that that I am not aware of the percentage of women who would hit on you after just being... had been single and be like, oh, there's a catch. I just think it's disgusting. Gold diggers. Gold diggers, yes, Sika. But I don't see with any broke... Huh? It's, <laughs> you don't know the lyric? Are you shitting me? Again... JoshuaCup at gmail.com for those that are looking to replace Joe on the Josh and Joe podcast. You don't know that lyric? I didn't hear it. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Say it again. Is it Kanye West? Is that who sings that song? Anyone? Gold Digger? That song, Gold Digger? Seiko pulled up. And then, <laughs> then bring it over to the mic. Okay, so. Okay, I get it. All right, what's the challenge here? The where, where are we at? Where are we at in this podcast? What, What is it? I Help didn't, me. I didn't realize that men from afar in a bar assessed women to see before they approached them. It's pretty subtle. But, okay, look. All right. There's a book called The Selfish Gene we've talked about in this podcast, but it was in the first three or four times we did Ooh, a podcast. I have to, well, I have to read this one. It I is, did not read this one. It is one of the best sociology reads of all time. Okay. Can you it hear? essentially suggests that every person, every move they make, okay. somehow, some way, is to further advance their genes, their genetics. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, um, well, I mean, if, if Connie West doesn't beep it out, then no. why should we have to? Oh, does it have the N-word He uses it? the N-word, yeah. I can beep it out, that's terrible. Yeah, I, clean. yeah oh, do, do the, the clean, 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 do the clean version, but bring us right to the chorus, Seiko. Bring us right to the chorus. Just go in the other room and cue it up, okay? okay. Um, Seiko really helped us out. <laughs> well, we all okay, contributed so to the Seiko Says that we recorded tonight, so yes. it's nice that he's he's engaged in listening yes. to what we have. So the selfish gene mm -hmm. pretty much says subconsciously or unconsciously that people try to advance themselves yeah. by any means, I'm assuming. Yeah, and I think th that is uh, both consciously and subconsciously. And then I think people that are further advanced... Don't fight that just through compassion and intellect kind of verge off that course. Mm. Let me ask Michelle a question. Please. Have you ever had a person, a guy in your case, because you're hetero, female <laughs> hetero, we think, as far as we know. Get a few more of those uh, rum, rum drinks. drinks. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> <know>. change. <laughs> No Eiffel Towers tonight, Wish Josh. I'm sorry. Thinking. Just kidding. Come on. Um, What's the question? Have you ever had a person who was not within your means 
go out go out with you because they well, well rephrase that i don't know what that meant meaning like she has her own business she has her own okay. money yeah did they ever come go go out with you and then eventually you realize well wait a minute this a contributing is... factor may be Correct. a resource differential Correct. That's a good way to say it. Yes. Oh, well, I wouldn't say they went out for me that. They didn't go out with me for that reason, but I might have left them because they were so far behind. Yeah. In my younger. Well, no one's ever going to say flat out, "Hey, Michelle, two L's. You right. do pretty well." Yeah. I uh, hang, uh, you know, sheetrock for a living. It's and always hey, back can you buy me some new spackling yeah. equipment? So you have gone out with men who had less resources than you did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Th- which is why I have isn't it standard. Is it I not have. difficult to be wondering sometimes if that's a contributing factor to their attraction to you? Yeah, it sucks, right? She's yeah. nodding her head yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, not a visual podcast. Yeah. It's and a, how did you deal with that? No, uh-huh. it, again, it's subtle, one. Two, no one asks the question, they answer it. It's just like you have this feeling that that could be a contributing factor. And it's a tough thing to have to think, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, none of, none of us are, you know, Shohei Otani where we're making $70 million a year. So let's just make that clear. I'm not suggesting that I am a very wealthy person. So, so, so you've never heard this song then, huh? Is that what it's called? No, it's called Gold Digger. No, but she heard it at the club. Oh, I probably was this on and the the fictitious night where I didn't hear you at the club. Name one Kanye West song. Yet, yet another naive, naive world of mine. Okay, well, it's a terrible term because I would like to believe that women, if or men. Would not be gold diggers. I'd right. like to believe it. Well, I see it every day, obviously, on reality TV. Let, let me bring this full circle so we can skip to the next yes. one. Um, yes, people, both men and women, um, depending on how genuine their search for affection that particular evening mm. will um, change their search criteria depending on how altruistic their search is Mm. i don't think anyone that's out at gaffney's or clancy's or city tavern is really looking for true love (laughs) okay and that's okay i'm not shitting on no no no, the all-powerful you know one night of fun or just having a nice connection or a makeout session or getting laid for that matter but there's nothing wrong with that inherently mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that one is a better search than another but if you're just looking for physical intimacy or if you're looking for something that's maybe a little more one dimensional mm-hmm. then you know if you're just looking for feedback and just looking for a connection regardless of how true or um quality that connection is you'll be looking for low-hanging fruit people that are looking oh. for validation, looking for attention, looking for you to just go over and say, oh, you look so, you're beautiful. Like if, so, if some woman came up to me at a bar and said, you are really handsome. What are you, Ryan Gosling's brother? <laughs> I would just be like, well, it would just make, I mean, I'd be like, I see your point. 
I would just, it's just like you can you can tell you can tell sincerity um but if i were wearing what i'm wearing right now and i was wearing like this cool viore jumper i would and someone said oh is that viore i'd be like ah oh, someone who's into fitness someone who's a runner someone then there's a connection that might right. be a little two-dimensional not right. necessarily three-dimensional but like maybe a common interest now i could potentially be interested and want to engage oh you have really pretty blue eyes. <sighs> Fuck. You wouldn't go for that? No, I wouldn't. I need a little little more effort. It's like a fastball right down a little bounce. What's the you know? best what's the best come on line you've ever heard for yourself? I don't know that I've ever given a a, a line, but like no, a, a line like towards a, what's, me. What's the funnest thing you've heard a girl say to you? Uh, what do you have? Size fifteen feet? I like that one. I'm, I'm like, no, they're seven and a half. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I don't think I don't think I've ever really received a line that was super fun and intellectual and was two dimensional right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, right. right a lot right. of you have pretty blue eyes. A lot of, oh, you're really tall. Oh. <laughs> Can you show me your dance trophies? And I haven't, I haven't gotten that one. I haven't gotten that one either. No. What's the best line you've ever had, Michelle? Think about it, and then you can tell us. Oh, I know one. You, it, it was oh. given to you like a week ago at uh, Morrissey's. Oh. That was the best one I ever had. I that, that was the best. Oh, okay, uh, let me look it up because yeah. she's in a new movie. But... I had a lot of hair and makeup that night. Oh, I thought I thought you were suggesting a woman had hit on you. No. No. Oh. oh. Because I heard a she or a her or something like that. I forget. Yeah, a, a guy went up to her. She and I were having drinks, and we were not interested in talking to any men that night. We were just having a girl talk. Sure. And literally, somebody came up to her, and she said, I just want to let you know that you look exactly like Sydney Sweeney. I thought you were that actress. She's like one of the hotter, like, and uh, she's 25 and she's 25 years old <laughs> she literally is like being cast right now as some of the hottest movies she's in the show euphoria with um yeah you should have said that you that you were she, he literally that was said a whiff yeah you should have just said yeah. that he literally said 20 she's 26 i just want to let you know that i thought you were that actress sydney sweeney <laughs> I mean, and she had and and, and uh, michelle had to look it up it was hilarious that's hum- that's humility that for you. That was the best one. Well, okay, so let me just wrap that segment up. I will say that it sucks for the women out there who do have their shit together, who don't have to have other people buy them drinks, and who aren't looking for a long-term relationship at a bar, nice or unnice. Um, that it kind of sucks because <laughs> nice or unnice. Yeah, or because because. We also like to be talked to. We also, when I say we, I'm putting myself in that category. <laughs> I, I can tell when someone genuinely wants to buy me a drink and I'm happy to accept it. And I can tell when they just have the wrong reasons for it and then I say no thanks. How can you tell when somebody uh, I don't know, genuinely, you can just tell by their vibe. Hold on, genuinely as in like they want to get to know you or they want to take you home that night. What do you mean by genuine? Yeah, I see it. Hair and makeup. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, they weren't wrong. So how do you tell if somebody just wants to say, "Gosh, I really want to get to know this nice girl and maybe take her out for coffee tomorrow," versus, "Ha ha ha, maybe she'll go home with me tonight." 
I don't really care. I mean, if they're interesting to talk to, I'll talk to them until I don't want to anymore. So I don't, I'm not, I don't really read into it. Am I answering the question properly? I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a I good neutral I don't question. really overthink it. You don't, you're not like looking, jumping ahead going, what's this, what's this no, relationship looking like no. in five years? Okay. So Josh, if you Whoa, what? Yeah. Someone just talking to you at the gin mill? What's this relationship going to look like in five years? Did you just say that? Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. Which is probably why I know I don't want to get ever get picked up at a bar. Because well, that's you shouldn't think works. of it that way. For me, I do. sometimes it's just nice to get out and someone's sitting next to you and you just kind of banter. Yeah. yeah. Wrong with that? I, I don't. Yes, you do. You do it all the time. When we're out, you talk to everybody. No. So that's just being social. Yeah. Yeah, this is being social. You are social, but you you enjoy the aspect of there's a chance that you could meet someone. No. You like it. She's a little closed off, actually. Thank you. She is. Thank you. She could turn up the heat a notch and make herself a little bit more uh, out there. Accessible. Accessible. Yeah. She hover. She never crosses that line. Mm. And she keeps herself contained. Contained. Got it. Yeah. I which mean, Josh doesn't see do, me in this which setting. You, which so. you shouldn't do. I because, shouldn't? No, because you're, it's like you're afraid to, you're afraid. Oh. No, I just don't want to get picked up at a bar. No, that's, I don't think that's true, though. You can't. Do I look like I'm afraid, Josh? You know me. You can't. I think between between what you're both trying to say is correct. I think that you go out a good portion of the time. Yeah. Can we agree with that? Yeah. With girls. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think it makes a difference what what gender. Yeah. With guys and girls, right? But and you always sit at the bars, like you go sit in the restaurant. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're putting yourself purposefully in a situation where you have the opportunity to be very social mm-hmm. and encounter people. You would not go to a women's only bar. You would never show up there. It would never happen. So yes, you are going out to potentially come across someone who might be intriguing to you. Now, do you put it out there? Clearly not. Because you think that you don't, and Michelle also thinks that you don't, but you do enjoy heading into town any night of the week to a Morrissey's or wherever mm-hmm. with the thought, maybe I'll meet someone tonight. You do. You do. Yeah, Michelle's shaking her head no, and she's seen me you these do. Well, then why would you go to these places all the but, time? Why would you spend... Why would you spend $100 between drinks and food three or four nights a week when you can just have a nice meal at home and have a glass of Thirsty Owl Meritage at home? Why? <laughs> Why? Tell me. Um, I guess it's part of the social side of me, correct? But it's not, it's not to meet someone. But I, I think you should develop that other side a little bit more. Because I think if, it's a little bit of like a, a protective layer. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I've ne- I've probably gone out to somewhere that's not here with you once or twice. Yeah, true, true. And one of the times we babysat all night, so. <laughs> that was a fun night. Okay. It was a fun night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. I just, you know, uh, I would love to listen, hear from some listeners, um, whether or not you were actually very aware that men put a lot of thought into reading your energy when you're out and about in town. I, I think that's fascinating to know and learn that, you know, they're not just 
confident enough to go up to any person that they might think is cute and want to get to know. So interesting, interesting yeah. to me. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, the second, the second clip that I sent you today was Esther Perel. And I know we've talked about Esther Perel a lot. Yeah. And the main question that intrigued me about this clip was a man questioned her and said, what do you have to do in your relationship to get to a point where the, your partner doesn't betray you? Like, what do you have to consistently do in that relationship? And this is a, actually a two-minute conversation, yeah. to be honest with you. And Esther Perel's answer was, okay, as a man, because she was talking to a guy who asked this question, um, are you showing up for your partner every single day with the intention of showing your partner how much you care about them or how much how important they are or do you come home tired from work and all she's getting is what she calls and refers to as your leftover energy and this evening when i saw josh i said you know in josh's josh's answer was of course you come home with a ton of energy of course you come home and you let your partner know how excited you are to go home to them and i looked at him and i said that's not necessarily the case for most people i mean people come home tired People come home, you know, exhausted and they just want to sit on the couch and watch, you know, the Lakers game and not necessarily put a lot of energy into their partner. And I just think that that needs to be brought up to people's awareness that especially after how many years of marriage or partnership, you know, you just want to just come home, kick off your shoes and forget your partner. So I think it's a very important message. That if you want to maintain your relationship to a level that is sustainable together, you have to come home and you have to show up and you have to give energy. You have to tell people how much you like them or have fun with them or give them a kiss and a hug. I don't know. Is there a question in there? Yeah. I mean, you didn't think, you thought it was not rocket well, I didn't science. Well, under, I didn't understand the first part, right? It's about betrayal. What the, what the, that was the question in the podcast. In the but I don't understand how that has to do with like bringing energy and bringing a, a good game I, home to your significant other. I don't understand I that. I think what he was talking about is, you know, like in a marriage or a relationship, something's called a seven-year itch, right? You go, you go home, you go, you have this routine, you take off your shoes, you sit on the couch, and you get bored in your relationship. If you start to get bored in your relationship... The chances are one, one or both might find it, try to find excitement elsewhere and have an affair or go meet other people. So the question really was, how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep the, the spark alive so one doesn't get bored and go, you know, hang out with other people? I think something that was meant on one dimension, you're, you're bringing into a bunch of different dimensions. We've covered this territory in early days in our podcast, um, the difference between uh, security and adventure in a relationship and yes. and some people um, love one of those things a lot more than others some people need a perfect balance of a little bit of both mm-hmm. and some people want more excitement than security right right um, so that's a totally different topic mm-hmm. what what Esther Perel is saying in that clip if you want to play it you can but um, she's just saying that you know She's doing a podcast with another gentleman who does relationship podcasts or is a personality or something mm-hmm. like that. 
and the other guy is like a B-list actor. That's what I took out of yes. watching the clip. And she's saying, oh, so the guy that does the podcast, he's older. He's probably in his late late 50s, early 60s. And she's like, is this how you are at home where you're engaging and charismatic? Or do you come home and you just kind of lay an egg and sit on the couch and don't talk? You know, essentially is what she's saying. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm saying it more yes, interestingly than Esther Perel, who English is their, her 17th language because she's so brilliant, right? Right. So there's a mix of both. I think your partner will know if they come not home for work because not everyone cohabitates, Okay. When they come in, if you've had a long day, um, whatever it is that you do, you don't have to spring out of the chair and give them this hug and, and kiss or have a makeout session. You can still sit down and watch SportsCenter or watch HGTV or watch Fox News if you're Joe and turn around and have this really kind smile. And that goes further than anything that you could possibly do. That tells them that it could have been a long day or a crap day or a good day. We don't always just have bad days, right? It works. Mm-hmm, Sometimes mm-hmm. whatever it is that we do, we, we have success in that. Or even in the monotony of that, even it could be very repetitious, we, we still have a good time because we generally like what we do, right? Or go yeah. do fucking something else, right? Just that turn around and look at them like, oh my, I'm really glad that you're here. You don't even have to say it. You can read that. Yeah. And you know what? That has value. And you know when you get it and you know when you don't. If you don't, get out. Not to sound like a poltergeist, but get out. (laughs) Get Get out. Get out. Of the relationship. No, of the country. Yes, of the relationship. Yeah. You know what kind is. You know what love is. And yeah, should you say it a good bit of the time? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. You should. But a kind heart is easy to read with the eyes. And if you can't, then figure out how to read Braille because you're <laughs> fucked. You're fucked. If you can't read that look, you got no shot. Because yeah. you don't know what value you have or don't have. Mm. Mm. And you're doing both a favor. Yeah, I mean, someone comes home and you made them dinner and you don't usually cook that much. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool gesture. No question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tie this up real quick. Okay. And then we'll end because it's a school night. It is a school night. I just, and it just, this thought just came to me. Both podcasts were about the energy you emit and the energy you receive. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I'm going to be watching that for myself to mm-hmm. keep my relationships not only romantic, but friendships and work. You know, you don't want to be out there feeling all bleh. Yeah, uh, like like an energy drain. They're not just romantic relationships, though. I mean, like when you leave here and we've done a pod, mm-hmm. or you come over when I'm working a slow lunch or something like that, and you're getting ready to leave, and the hug that I give you is that ever bullshit. No, it's not it's genuine. Just know when you're cared for. Yeah. that's your whole assignment in life. Yeah, know when you're cared for, know when you're not, and then you give back. The of course amount. you do. You yeah, of course, yeah. if you are worth a shit. You let someone know. And it doesn't have to be a fucking grand gesture. It doesn't need to be the boombox and say anything. But he's out. He's out of opportunities between the asshole dad in the movie who is is committing all kinds of fraud and he's embezzling money from these people that live at his retirement home. 
he doesn't like this guy because he doesn't have resources. He mm. doesn't have a great future planned out, but he's a good kid and he mm. means well, right? It's so mm. weird to talk about John Cusack yeah, as know. a teenager. Do you remember that? $2. Yeah, so I mean like, and I, re- and I remember him when he's all brokenhearted and he's talking to his friends and they're sitting outside like a Friday night and they're outside this gas, gas yep. station and they're like, man, forget that girl, man. They're like, yeah, fuck her, you know? And and John Cusack's like, he's like, yeah, I should, I should, I should definitely take your advice. You guys are like sitting out here drinking, you know, beers out of a brown paper bag and a gas and sip <laughs> right. on a Friday night. Because I remember he says gas and sip. That's the name right, of the gas right. station. And I thought that was cool too. Like he understood to not right. be looking for advice from them or like the Josh and Joe podcast. Don't listen to that shit. <laughs> but you know, I just. Um, mm, you know, know when you care for someone, know to show that to them, and it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a grand gesture, mm-hmm. and know when you're receiving really good care and good love, and not That's everyone's great at that. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So, I like that. I like ending on that note. So we good. Yeah. Yeah? Any final comments from the peanut gallery? No. <laughs> she goes like, tuck me in, Dad. <laughs> tuck me in. You're right. Okay, well... Have a good evening, and I think we should be able one. to get a few more in before Christmas. Yeah. All yeah. right. I don't see why not. Exactly. Have a good night.